Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is episode number 22. This episode is all about... Hat Man. Yeah. Do you know anything about the Hat Man? No, not really. Nope. Okay. Well, I that's good because I've done an introduction piece. But first of all, you've got a review you'd like to read, haven't you? Yep. This is a review from Sarah. I love these podcasts. I can't wait for each one. Thank you. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Sarah. And if I can ask people to rate and review the podcast, particularly on Apple Podcasts, that would be splendid. Right. Are you ready for the introduction? Yes, I am. The Hat Man, intruder of dreams, stalker of night. He will present himself in shadow form, and though some descriptions of this entity do vary, he is always seen wearing a hat. More often than not, he wears a fedora, but others report him fashioning a top hat. He's sometimes seen dressed in a trench coat, other times a cloak, and with a masculine outline and generally no distinguishable features, while some reports of red or yellow piercing eyes. The hat man is said to be after your soul. Opinions do vary, however, with some experiencing nothing more than his inquisitive nature. Others are left in a state of terror, fearing for their own lives or those closest to them. Could he be a harbinger of death or the personification of the nothingness that awaits? There are numerous reports of such shadow figures appearing at the point of passing to transfer the soul to where nobody truly knows. The hat man is mostly seen at night, during the borderland of sleep, 
and in this state he can render his victims powerless, immobilising their bodies. Is this a mere case of sleep paralysis or something more, something darker? So many have reported seeing the Hatman that some have dedicated their lives to finding out what this dark entity is. Does he feed off the negative energy that emanates at times of grief or depression, acting as a psychic vampire to feed from the life force of the living? Or is he merely there to observe and learn, prying information from those disabled by fear and loneliness? This paranormal entity could have its origins in the 18th century, where witnesses reported seeing an eerie apparition of a man wearing a tall hat and a dark cloak. Is it just a coincidence that the hat-making industry would use a toxic substance, mercury nitrate, around this time to turn small animals such as rabbits into hats? The mercury would poison the hat-makers, hence the term Mad Hatter. Could this be a residual haunting of some kind? with the restless souls of all those who suffered, trapped in purgatory, in a place between our world and the world of the dead. Some claim there are mentions of the shadow people even further back in history, and that the Bible alludes to shadow beings as the devil and his angels, the fallen ones who will try and corrupt the souls of the living. Where there is light, there will always be darkness. A sighting of a hat man was, in part, the inspiration for Freddy Krueger of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, as Wes Craven had a frightening encounter when he was a child. Lying in bed one night, he heard movement and mumbling outside of his second-floor apartment. It was a man in an overcoat, and a sort of fedora hat, Craven says. Somehow, he sensed that someone was watching, and he looked right up and into my eyes. A terrified Craven withdrew from the window, but when he peeped out again, the man was still there, staring at him, and then, terrifyingly, he tried to get into the building. His older brother ran down the stairs with a baseball bat to confront him but the man had disappeared. Although this may not have been a paranormal experience, there is equally something visceral about this disturbing story. The hat man is often accompanied by other shadow people, though he seems to be superior in nature, with other shadow beings acting as minions in servitude to their commander. Some surmise that the hat man is a manifestation of our own psyche, and with other similar entities being seen at the point of death. Whatever you believe, the most important thing to know before you leave this world is to have no hate in your heart. If you have a tremendous amount of hate in your heart, the hat man is said to come and tear your soul apart. So after that, what do you think the Hatman is? Demonic? Um, 
is he there to like come and harvest souls at the time of their departing body? I'm not sure to be honest. No, I wouldn't like to see him. He sounds to me quite ominous, mm. you know, and I, I don't think his intentions are pure. Or they could be pure, but purely evil. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think about Mad Hatters? Yeah, they've got one in Alice in Wonderland, haven't they? Yeah, and he's mad, isn't he? You yeah. know, he's off his trolley. And that's why they're called Mad Hatters, because they used to get poisoning from the chemicals they used to make hats. So that's where that character comes from. So it's really interesting. And who knows, it could be connected to the hatters of the time, turning up in people's bedrooms, staring at them, acting crazy. Mm. (laughs) I don't think they'd have red eyes, but we'll never know. Right, I've got four stories to share. The first three are really short and then a longer fourth one. So are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. The following story was taken from Reddit. Username NoCoach795. Thanks so much for letting us share your story. And I will leave a direct link to this story in the episode description. The Hat Man Tried to Steal My Man. Title is a joke, but not really. I'll start off by saying that I've had sleep paralysis on and off my whole life but rarely saw anything or thought anything of it. A couple of years ago, however, I had a particularly terrifying experience. Laying in bed, I thought I had awoken and was looking around. The room was dark, but I could see a tall, dark figure wearing an old-style hat standing in the far corner of the room. Instantly, I was terrified. I couldn't move or look away. He slowly started to creep towards me. And as he did, the room started to get slightly brighter with a crimson light. The closer he got, the redder the room became. Then, I noticed that the hat man was not walking towards me, but rather my fiancé, who was asleep beside me. I tried to move and wake him up. I had a deep sense of dread that harm would come to him if I let the hat man touch him. Suddenly I was awake. The room was quiet and normal and I felt like a crazy little girl having a nightmare. I took some time to calm down. I wasn't even sure that I could fall back asleep but I decided not to bother my sleeping fiancé. After about 15 minutes, I felt calm enough to close my eyes. The moment that I did, I saw something I'd never seen before. On top of me, screaming in my face with tears, was me. She screamed, Wake him up! I could see that the hat man was basically on top of my fiancé, and the room was completely red. I opened my eyes right away and shook my fiancé awake. He was utterly confused, but overall fine. I explained the whole thing to him and it freaked him out. But he's moved past it and doesn't think I'm nuts. I've recently started looking into AP and this experience sticks with me and plays vividly in my mind. 
That's spooky. And what is AP? AP is astral projection. Do you know what that is? Nope. Right. Well, it's the process that people have um, tried to do, actually, in America. They had specific units that would try and perform astral projection. So what you do is go into a, um, a, a deep state of consciousness and try and project yourself or your spirit into another place and have a look around. So it's like leaving your body. So like an out-of-body experience. So they tried it in America. Mm-hmm. I think there was a film about it called The Men Who Could Talk to Goats or something. So they used it for warfare. They, they try and leave their body, really focus on, say, a room that they knew they wanted some information from. And they focus on the room and then try and read read the room. <laughs> Not quite. But, you know, so try and put themselves where they could see enemy maps and things like that and get the information. Yeah. And some people do think they can astral astrally project. So leave your body and go up, have a look around, you know? Yeah. Interesting though, isn't it? Mm. I might try it one day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where. Where would you actually project yourself if you could? No idea. No, I don't know. Maybe I think I'd probably go and spy on the Queen <laughs> <laughs> just to see what she gets up to. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've got that. <laughs> okay, I'll spy on the King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh at the Queen dying, but. Yeah, that's because she's always been there. I forget that she's not yeah. anymore, and I find it really difficult to say the king. Yeah, you know, I think the, one of the most frightening parts about that story, though, is when she sees herself. Yeah, I kept, that would just be so horrifying to me to see myself. Not because I'm particularly scary, or <laughs> well, you might say otherwise. Um, <laughs> But because just seeing, oh, that's like infiltration, isn't it, of of you. Mm. That's really terrifying. Yeah. Right, are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. And the following story is also taken from Reddit and was posted by username newpension5411 thanks to you for letting us share your story as previous I'll put a link in the podcast notes hello everyone I just found out this existed solely for the figure in question so I thought I'd see if someone else had had a similar experience as me I saw the figure many years ago around high school and it happened during the middle of the night in my room. I was sleeping like normal, but suddenly I felt like my eyes were open while I was sleeping and saw the figure standing to the side of my bed, kind of in the area where my feet would be for a better image. The thing I remember was seeing him with his hat on and he looked almost like a businessman, but as a completely dark figure with no visible appearance. Up to now, I would call him the hat man in the suit. The part I still don't understand was that he was actively asking me questions and I was answering them. 
one of the questions I could vaguely remember from that time was him asking, What do you like to do? And I faintly remember myself answering his question with my general hobbies, but I don't remember the exact details. I couldn't control myself or the situation. I then woke up the next morning and it felt like nothing happened. But I had the memory in my head. I could never forget it. I did not feel scared or threatened. I just felt like he was curious. After that, I never saw him again. Thought I'd see if someone else has had this experience. If so, do let me know. Thank you for your time, and I look forward to seeing the other posts on here. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am, but Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He seems more curious than evil in this story. He does. Yeah. I just think he was there to spy. So some, like we've spoken about before with other paranormal beings, I think they're probably just like humans where there are nasty ones who are out to get you and ones that are just, you know, pretty normal. Intentions aren't aren't bad. They're just want to cure. They're curious to find out about you, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's my assumption. But I'll tell you if I ever read one. Do you know that some people are actually taking um, drugs? They're not illegal drugs, but they're taking drugs to try and meet the hat man. Mm. Yeah, it's a thing. I don't think I'm going to attempt that, though. <laughs> I see enough strange things in my dreams. I don't need a hat man as well. Yeah. What would make you want to go see the hat man, though? I don't know. I guess see me. <laughs> I don't know. It's just thrill-seeking, I expect, isn't it? You know? Yeah. I'd rather... I'd, I'm a bit weird. I'd rather walk down a dark alley. <laughs> Not to see the hat man but just to get that that kind of, ooh, I might see a ghost. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're saying, oh, you can leave, like, you're walking home, there's either a main roadway mm-hmm. or an alleyway, so, oh, why not just yeah. go through the alleyway? I do, and a part of that is me being lazy, because it's quicker as well, mm. you know? Are you ready for the third story? Yes, I am. So... I'm not new to seeing the hat man, but something happened a few weeks ago that really disturbed me. I've seen the hat man since I was a child. Not consistently, 
but every once in a while. I've always been terrified of him, but I got to accept him more as I've grown up. And it was always like he was waiting for something. But a few weeks ago, I had been sick, and right before I went to bed, I saw him again. Usually, I would always see him as I was falling asleep or waking up. I tried to blame sleep paralysis for a long time. This time, I was fully awake. There he was, just standing in the corner of the room. I was scared, but I've gotten used to him, so I didn't totally freak out. But then he sort of pointed his finger and suddenly a woman appeared. A fully coloured woman. She was in her late thirties, early forties, wearing a blue hoodie and with shortish red hair. She smiled at me and reached out her hand and all of a sudden I realised that she had come there to take me away. Because I was dying. I was so sure of this. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. I hate the thought of dying. I refused to go with her. I looked back at the shadow man, almost pleading with him. Then the woman moved closer to me, still with an outstretched hand, and I knew it was time. I suddenly felt really defiant and screamed at the woman at the top of my lungs. She vanished, and I was left standing in my room shaking. My whole family heard me scream and came running. They found me shaking with a fever. I ate something, drank something, and took a fever reducer, and then went back to bed. But I can't help but feel like the hat man sent a ghost to me to harvest my soul because he knew he always scares the hell out of me. So I'm telling my mum what I saw, not about the hat man, but about the ghost. And she tells my grandma. And apparently, the last owner of the house fit my description perfectly. She even wore a blue hoodie all the time. I had no idea about this beforehand, so I was shocked. She died in the house at a relatively young age and they didn't find her body until it was already starting to decompose. So I'm wondering, do you think it's possible that the hat man sent a ghost to come get me? If so, how on earth did I manage to escape? I mean, I've had scary and intensely interesting encounters before, but during this one, I was so sure I was meant to die. I do have strange beliefs when it comes to death, so I'm very curious. Oh yeah, that is pretty terrifying. Mm. Yeah, this one does sound like a harbinger of death, or that he's actually there to kill somebody. So that's pretty scary. This is completely unrelated, but I wanted to speak to you as well, because... In the spring, we are going ghost hunting. Yeah. I'm going to put everything on probably YouTube so that people can experience our experiences with us. Um, But I've got a new app on my phone and Mm. I think you should download it so you can do a bit of ghost hunting with your mates. And it's called Ghost Tube. 
goose tune. Yeah. So it picks up like EVP and it picks up um, those magnetic forces as well. Now, I did try it because I took a magnet from the fridge and and um, put it near my phone and it does interact. It does mm-hmm. respond to magnets. So it, we can sense or see if there is a ghost within our mix. I'm really super excited about the ghost hunting. I really yeah. can't wait because we haven't done any for ages, We've have we? take that recorder thingy out yeah we'll do we'll do the lot what i need to do is get a good camera that can see in the dark and a few other bits and bobs sort with night vision yeah this year we're ghost hunting mate yeah <laughs> right are you ready for the fourth story yes i am And this story is taken from Reddit user Eli6N or E-L-Y-6N. Thanks so much for letting us share your story. Experience with the hat man. Hello, long time reader, first time poster. Sorry if this is a bit all over the shop or something. I've never done this before, but felt that I needed to share this now. Sometime... When Mum and I went to Canberra in 2018, we stayed the night in this relatively old hotel. It had been like cheaply refurbished, but it was okay. I got weird vibes the first time we entered the room, but thought nothing of it. Things paranormal used to happen to me when I was a kid, like seeing apparitions and talking to past relatives, but that hadn't happened to me for a couple of years so I just let it slide. Mum and I used to mention that we saw ghosts and she knew when people were going to die and it's just very intuitive and spiritual in general. Anyway, the day was fine. we just settled and had dinner at the hotel restaurant and decided to go to bed. There was only one bed. It was a small room with just the bed and an open doorway to the bathroom. One thing weird though, was there were little windows facing a brick wall and they had like brackets, metal fencing over the outside of the window. We were on the bottom floor as well. So continuing on, Mum and I went to sleep and everything was all right until it was the middle of the night. I sometimes wake myself up with my sleep talking when it connects with whatever dream I was having. It only happens when I sleep on my back so I refrain from doing that now because this hasn't been the first time an apparition's come to me when I slept on my back. That's a story for another time. Sometimes, when I sleep talk, I enter this weird state where I'm half asleep and half awake and I can move but super slowly and I can see everything around me. Anyway, I remember seeing someone standing next to my side of the bed in the middle of the night and he was super tall and I'm very certain that he was some kind of shadow man because that's literally all he was plus the shadow of a wide rim hat on his head I remembered asking him who he was and it was just blank this man was just towering over me from next to the bedside and just staring down at me with dullish red eyes He was like reaching to take his hat off and started coming closer to me. I felt almost paralysed, 
the room felt absolutely freezing and this was summer in Australia, which was strange. It was the weirdest feeling and definitely the worst that I felt from an apparition before. I felt completely and totally helpless and breathless. I managed to close my eyes, despite feeling paralysed, and pulled my covers over my head. and felt something like grazing fingers against my face, lightly, almost caressing. There was nothing more after that, and I don't know how, but I fell back asleep an hour later. The next morning, I was telling my mum about what had happened and how I was in a weird dream state and that I'm pretty sure I experienced something spooky that night. She instantly gasped, said that she did too and went on to describe the tall hat dude that I saw to an absolute T. She then pointed to the bathroom that didn't have any doorway to the bed and said that she woke up in the middle of the night and saw the guy just standing there in the doorway of the bathroom, just staring at Mum and I. She couldn't sleep for the rest of the night, but had her eyes closed because she thought that he was just standing there and Mum didn't want to make a fuss because of the feeling that the apparition was giving off. About ten minutes later, she said that I started sleep-talking. I was just repeating questions like, Who are you? But the main ones I repeated were, why are you wearing a hat? And take off your hat. Take your hat off. Which I don't obviously remember doing, apart from asking him who he was. She said that I just kept repeating, why are you wearing a hat? And demanding that this guy take his hat off. Each time, sounding more scared than the other. And then it got to the point where I was nearly screaming. But suddenly I stopped. And after that, Mum fell asleep again. And I don't know how she did that. That's scary. It sounds similar. Remember when I told you on another episode about my best friend and her sisters and mum all having the same experience? Well, all having the same nightmare. Yeah. That sounds really similar to that kind of thing. Sometimes I do wonder if families have a, have a kind of um, connection. Not telepathy. You know, the genes are there and things. Family tradition, but monster. Yeah. But or, well, yeah, I mean, families can have attachments. I believe that for sure. But um, I think they can also share, like, things on a kind of astral level, you know? Yeah. It's weird. I know that... This is another, this is a, the same friend actually. And once um, she was walking home um, and somebody was following her. And just before she got home, her mum's phone started ringing. Now she answered the phone and nobody was there. There was, it was no signal, um, no user ID. The phone had just rung, but nobody was there. And it was at that point she heard my friend at the door trying to get in so she ran down and opened it so it was like this phone call was there to wake her up Mm. to let her daughter in because somebody was following her that's Mm. weird isn't it it's like yeah and I know that loads of other people get like phone calls from the dead and things like that to warn them or say hello that's really quite a freaky phenomena and there's there's that theory about 
when you randomly get a ringing in your ear. Mm. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently, oh, it's intense. Nah, yeah, it's apparently said to be like, oh, um, that means there's a family member trying to contact you because they're, they're in trouble or something. Oh, interesting. With evil. Right, okay, what? You mean like a dead family member? No, it can be a dead family member, but right. some a family member is about to die or somebody's out in trouble. Mm. Where did you where did you hear that? I can't remember. TikTok? No, I don't have TikTok <laughs> no more. Oh, you're not doing TikTok? Where are you getting your spooky stories? YouTube. YouTube. Hmm. Well, I don't find it on there. I just know stuff. You just know. Yeah. That is the end of this episode. Please let us know what you'd like to hear. Um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, if you want to contact us, we are available on the Whispering Woods podcast at gmail.com. As always, the links to our social media, website, etc. will be in the podcast description. Really hope you enjoyed this show. We are next week. I'm quite excited because we are going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii? We're not actually going, but the podcast oh. is going to Hawaii. Because <laughs> you really want to go to Hawaii, don't you? Yeah. The podcast is going to Hawaii and we are going to delve in to the folklore of the night marchers. Okay. Take care, everyone. Good morning. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.